If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show because I'm here with the very cool, very amazing, super fun uh, Marissa Augustine, and she has a lot to share about her experience in the last year. I'm just excited for her to get to tell her story and inspire you, all of our listeners. So first, I just want to say hello, Marissa, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I just want to say hello to listeners all over the world. I got an email from somebody yesterday in India. That was super fun. And thank you for listening. I've, According to the numbers, we have people listening from almost 50 countries now. So that just touches my heart. And we keep hearing from you. And just I'm glad. I'm so glad that this show is inspiring you to keep going sometimes on some of your tough days, toughest days in business. So I know this show will be no exception. You'll be inspired by the time we finish. So thank you you. Thank you for listening. And I want to tell you about Marissa and why I'm excited to have her on the show. Marissa Augustine is the owner and creator of Loving Cup Teas. I'm also a big fan of Loving Cup Teas and the tea that she makes. Marissa has this amazing company where she loves to play with the highest quality ingredients to create unique blends that actually taste like the flavors they are named after. Imagine that rather than tea scented water. Marissa's journey into the tea business started when a series of companies she worked for all went out of business. With a degree in theater and a background in retail management, she decided to use the best of both worlds to take control and open her own company. When she isn't playing around with tea, Marissa gets to hang out with her three awesome kiddos, aka junior tasting team, and her wonderfully supportive husband. They enjoy cooking together, family game days, fishing, and playing outdoors. I'm sure even when it's winter time, which we're coming into now. So Marissa, thanks again for being here. I I actually had the opportunity to create a custom blend with Marissa for my own company, our, our luxurious synchronized 
I can't even get the title right because I love it so much. Vanillity. It is luxurious. It is amazing. It, it tastes, it really does taste like vanilla. So uh, that, that's been fun. So Marissa, I just want to dive in. You know what I want to start with this morning? I just want you, I shared a little bit of your story, but I want you to tell us your story. How did you go from these three businesses that you worked for going, going out of business, these three companies going out of business to at some point saying, you know what, I'm going to start my own company. How'd that happen? So yeah, I, uh, I started with a degree of in theater and rapidly discovered that I couldn't actually make any money in theater. Um, so I went back to the job that got me through college, which was retail sales and eventually management. And after working there for many, many years at when I was about seven months pregnant, the company went bankrupt and I was out of a job. And when you're seven months pregnant, looking for a new job is not exactly the thing that you're interested in doing. Sure. So I, I did that like, oh, I would love to be a stay at home mom. It was I, I had the gift of my mom staying home with us. And so it was really important for me to be able to be home with kids and raise them. And so we figured out the financial piece pretty easily that we could survive on one income. But I discovered really rapidly that I am not a sit around and just look at my baby kind of mom. I love my kids, but I need a little more stimulation than that. And I got into the direct sales world and discovered a loose leaf tea company that I adored the teas. I, I've always been a tea lover. So that was a, it was an easy sell for me and just really like loved the management, loved the people that I worked with, loved experiencing the teas and teaching people about loose leaf tea. And unfortunately in 2008, they went out of business. And so I, all of the consultants there were given the opportunity to switch over to a different company and which I did. And about a year after that, the woman that owned that company decided that she didn't want to have consultants anymore and she wanted to go online completely. And so for the third time, I found myself without a job through no fault of my own and really didn't want to go through that reinventing process anymore. And so I, I looked at my husband, Paul, who is fantastic. And I said, Hey, what do you think about me starting my own company? And he was like, heck yeah, go do it if you can do it. So that was back in 2009 uh, was when when that last company went out of business. And so I created Loving Cup Teas in 2010 and haven't failed yet. So I've got a better track record than, than the other two companies I worked for. <laughs> Amen to that. So let's dive in. Let's talk about that. And maybe some of the reasons that you've been so successful. I mean, one of them is I think you're you're super focused on quality and just creating an amazing product and an amazing company. But take us back to the beginning. So you make this transition and you realize like, okay, I'm, I'm the owner of the company and I have to sell some stuff. So when you look back, did you have any limiting beliefs about sales or selling in the beginning? Oh my goodness. So, so many limiting beliefs. And when I first started, it was really, it was really more of a hobby. I thought it was a business, but looking back, it was really more of a hobby and that it gave me a chance to have some guilt free time away from home. And I would, I would do some craft shows and vendor shows and every once in a while would do a party, but it was really limited. And, and it was, it was easy for me to, have it be simple. And when 
when my youngest started kindergarten, and that was about three years ago, that was when I really decided to go pro. And that was where the limiting beliefs really started popping up for me. And I think the biggest one was that people wouldn't want to hear what I what I was up to, what I had to say. Like, why why would anyone want to know about my products when there are so many other things out there? So I didn't talk about it. And and I didn't talk about it to the point that my own mother didn't realize that my company was my own company until about a year ago. She we were having a conversation and she said, wait a minute, you actually do all of this? So <laughs> you know, like clearly it it's really hard to sell things if you don't tell people that you're selling things. So I think that was that was the biggest limiting belief that showed up for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so, so at what point did you move into this kind of a a knowing, I guess, of I am, I am the owner of this business, I am the top salesperson in my company, or did what let that unfold for you? Well, you know, a lot of it was actually, I had the pleasure of going to one of your one great goal retreats, and you took us through an exercise that we, that you removed the limiting belief. And I don't even remember like what it was that I, that I was trying to remember earlier today. And I don't, I don't remember what that belief was. I don't remember what, what it was that I left behind in the box that you had us in. (laughs) But I do remember like the feeling of like, oh, what I have to say does matter. And what I offer is valuable and there are people out there that really, really want want to hear about it and experience it. And from that point, that was in October, and I actually doubled my sales between October and December. That was the I doubled the sales from the previous year year during that last quarter. So that was a pretty astounding thing for me to to realize and and see like, oh, I guess people really are interested in what I'm up to. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I guess I do want this tea. Well, first of all, oh, congratulations. That's amazing. And you. it's always a good sign when you don't remember the limiting belief. So as an NLP coach, that's like, <laughs> oh, good, I actually did my job. I'm so glad. Yeah, you don't and don't try to remember it. Let's just leave that. <laughs> <We're back. believing. laughs> so so after after your first double, what did you believe about sales and selling then? And And also, what did you believe about what was possible for you and your business? Well, first of all, that that people do actually want to hear what I have to say, and they are excited about what I have to offer. And the proof of that is in my face all the time right now, which is really fun. So that's the major piece. And what was the second half of that question? We were talking about after your first double, right? After you yeah. doubled, what did you believe about sales? Oh, what was possible? Yeah. So the other piece was what's possible. And, and the, for me, really like realizing how small I was playing and how these numbers that seemed huge and unattainable at this point are like, Oh yeah, that's a no stress goal. I could, I could totally do that. And I could probably tack another $1,000 on that pretty easily. It's a really cool place to to be in that like, it's not stressful anymore. It's like, Ooh, what else could I do? Where else could I add stuff is a lot of fun. So let's talk about that for a minute, because it sounds pretty magical. So when you I know you do concrete things. So what do you think has helped you, I guess, 
get clear on the numbers, but also not be afraid to put the bigger numbers out there. And then also to have the bigger numbers show up for you. Like, like what, how do you think about it in your mind? How does that unfold for you? What would you share with our listeners about going from quote unquote playing small to playing big and really asking for the larger opportunities and numbers? Yeah. For me, I think a lot of it was. I really evaluating where am I showing up? What are the areas? For me, a lot of it is craft shows or, you know, in the online space. When, when I am going places, really evaluating, are my people there? Like it, it's not just about, I want to get my products out into the world in front of as many people as possible. Because if I have, I mean, I I had an experience this summer where I had a show that there were thousands of people that went through and I sold less there than a show that had less than 200 people and was a quarter of the amount of time. So it's not just about that sort of scattershot marketing of like numbers, 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 numbers. It's about who are who are the right people? Who are the people that I really want to be talking to and getting clear on what those people look like and where they are, and then showing up in the right places has been the the biggest lesson for me. And then every time that I am somewhere, evaluating like, okay, what, how were the sales? Was it what I was expecting? And was it like, what was the reason that it was either better or worse than I was expecting? And really reflecting on it on a case by case basis. Beautiful. And so I really appreciate what you said about we sometimes will think just because there's a lot of people there, it's the right event, but that doesn't necessarily translate. It's about your right, your right client, your top prospects, and you've gotten really clear on who those people are and who they're not. And then I also like my sense of you like you, I think and I've known you for a, a while, but you seem like you're in a, a place of kind of just fearlessness now, like when it comes to following up with people or how you're putting yourself out, you know, on Facebook or through your emails that you send out, like you're in this place of fearlessness and trust. And is there anything that you want to share about that journey? Like how you got to this point of really almost moving into expectation that it's just going to keep getting better, the business is going to keep growing? How have you gotten here? So I I don't know that fearlessness is the the right piece because there's always that like that piece of, oh God, am I doing it right? Sort of thing. But there's definitely a a detachment from the outcome. Like it it's that that realization that if someone doesn't want to buy my tea, it has no bearing on who I am as a person. Like it's it's about it wasn't the right thing for them. And it's not, you know, if someone unsubscribes from my email list, it is because they really didn't want the tea or they didn't want to receive the emails or their life got too busy or whatever it is. But it's not because they don't like me or they didn't want to hear what I had to say or what what I had to say wasn't important or valid. And even more than that, that as those people drop off, the ones that really want to hear what I have to say are able to come in and hear that and see that and listen to that. And so that clarity of like, it's, it's not anything negative about me. So, and in fact, they're one of, one of the people that I love hearing from is Marie Forleo. And one of the things that she says is, if you are not 
putting out your marketing message, you're actually stealing from the people who need your products because you're, you're not giving it to them. So that idea of if I'm not marketing, I'm actually robbing them of the opportunity to learn from me and learn about my product is a, it's a huge thing to have that realization of like, I'm not bothering them. And, and if I think of myself as a consumer, you know, Joanne Fabric sends out emails a million times a day, <laughs> right? you know, and I not once do I get an email from Joanne Fabrics and go, I wish they didn't send me an email. If I don't want to see it right then it goes into my you know, like promo email box. And then when I'm standing in Joanne Fabrics, I go and I search through that inbox and say, yes, I want that coupon now. Like who gets upset when they, when you get a special deal? So there's that piece of like, there are people out there that really want to hear this. So give it to them. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, I love that. I love what um, Marie says and the, the idea that we're doing a disservice and that people really actually want what we have. And you're right. I mean, that's a great example. I mean, especially this time of year, right? All the all the special emails, I just got one from you. It's like, oh, what's the special? You know, what <laughs> what can I buy today? And we do love it. And if it's not a fit, actually, and I, the thing I love too is, you know, someone no longer wants to be on the email list, that's fine, because then your list actually cleans itself up. And then the people that you do have right. on there are your perfect clients. So uh, it's a very, very healthy thing. And so part of it, like we said, it's not necessarily fearlessness, but a sense of detachment and just allowing things to unfold, which ties us in perfectly too. So you've doubled your sales multiple times, but let's go back. Like, What are the two, the top two sales strategies that you've used over the last year to double your sales again? Well, the first one and the biggest one is actually showing up, like going to the networking meetings, finding the good craft shows, marketing on Facebook, sending the emails, a a huge email list does nothing for you if you don't actually send the emails. Turns out people actually need to get an email to purchase things. Oh, imagine that. I know. Weird, right? (laughs) (laughs) So that is, I think that's, that's the biggest thing. I also added different layers to my business. So rather than just having the person to person sales, I now have wholesale contracts and I have, I have fundraising programs that I offer so that I've got other ways that I can get in front of people as well. And then I have the, the custom blending, like you mentioned earlier, that I, that I create those custom teas. So finding those, those projects and those outlets that are, you know, it's not a $15 sale here and there. It's a, you know, $150 sale. It's a $2,000 sale. It's a, you know, so that you can, you can really get to more people quicker. Those are probably the two, the two biggest things that I've done this year differently. Beautiful. And I love that you talked about wholesaling as well. So you've expanded from direct sales, online sales now into the wholesale arena. And I know you have a massive plan around that next year. So the idea is just to keep, they just continue to evolve. And, you know, it's, it's just so, it's so fun to watch so many people like as your businesses evolve. But one of the things I'm curious about for you, Marissa, is what have you noticed? Like, I think this is so critical and we don't talk about this enough on the show, but what have you noticed about how a business evolves when you keep showing up in the right places, when you keep asking the right questions, when you keep increasing your projections? Like, what have you noticed about like the threads that you can pull, the people who've shown up? Like, let's talk a little bit about the synchronicity and the magic that you've experienced from, I guess, having the clarity of the goal that you you originally created. It really 
it does feel like magic. Like the more I, the more I get clear and the more I, I, I do show up, I have these opportunities that pop up that are completely magical. You know, I have one conversation with someone about a custom blend and they share with someone else that they're getting a custom blend. And then suddenly I've got four people that are like, yes, I want it also. So that, that sort of word of mouth especially when you offer amazing customer service and amazing products it's it's really easy to get that but also just like when you speak this is what i'm looking to do you have people like the when the student is ready the teacher appears you know i had i've been playing in the wholesale arena for a year now i just i last year on december 16th i got the license so that i could do the wholesale i updated my my food license so i could do that and have you know played here and there have a couple of small orders and and I had a friend of mine who is an expert in the arena say hey I would really like to help you with this and it was you know like to have that mentor show up and say I love what you do and I want to see you do more and that has been showing up more and more in my life as I as I am excited about my vision the people around me get excited about my vision and and say hey we want to see we want to see this get huge huge and we want to help you out what can what can we do to do that for you and it really is magical and and I'm so grateful for all of the the input and help and advice that I get from the people around me I think you said the key thing which is you when you're excited about your vision other people get excited about it too and want to jump on board and you know it excitement about our vision doesn't happen while we're alone in our office and it is about, it goes back to, it's tying back to showing up. And when you're showing up, like be excited, be the expert in industry, be that, like, uh, like you said, Marissa, offer that top customer service experience and amazing products and the rest does follow, but we have to keep pulling on the threads and keep showing up. And that's one thing I know that you've been so willing to do is to keep going no matter what has happened. You've kept going and you're in now in this place of looking at 2018. I know 2018 is going to be an amazing year for you. So there's one more piece that I want to want to touch on that is showing up is more than just talking about whatever you're doing. It's it's showing up in an authentic way and really saying, you know, like wherever you're at in your business because it my my showing up has not always been, "Hey, life is great. My business is great. Everything's great." There are definitely days that it's a showing up of, "Hey, I'm really worried about this piece or that piece or this other piece." And that's where the teachers have shown up for me because then they can do it. So there's I want to be clear that there are like there are spammy icky ways of showing up, like dropping messages into the Facebook messengers that are completely essentially cold calling for people that have no interest in what you've got. And and there's something completely different about saying, hey, this is what I'm up to in the world. So that's that's the other piece is, is being like in that authentic space of this is what I'm up to in life more than just like, this is 
all all business, all business, all business. So you being that authentic brand of you, you yeah. showing up as yeah, the mom, sure. the wife, the yeah, my kid just had a meltdown. This is me speaking. My kid just had a meltdown right. at school today. And I, I'm falling apart a little bit. I'm a mom and I'm trying to run my business. And yeah, and being being authentic. So having that authentic brand, what a great point. And you're right. Like what I love that you shared by doing that by it's not by showing up like, Oh, my life is awful. I'm the victim. It's by being really being the business person you are and being willing to say, here's an area where I'm struggling in my business in the right circle so that the right people can show up and help you. And they will, and they will rally because we all love to help people. So So thank you for sharing that because we do, right. Like it was feeling like there's this perception of we have to show up perfectly all the time. And that's not, that's not what it is. In fact, in fact, I happened to share a little bit of a story at, in a synchronized quantum group this week. And I got a text immediately after from someone who just said, Thank you for sharing that story. Like that made the whole day even better. <laughs> and we forget, we forget that people want to hear, and even on this show, but people really want to hear about the tough stuff when you had your worst days, when you almost lost everything, and then you came back. Like we, we love the story of making it back. So, but we have to keep going today. So, so Marissa, you're an expert in many things. I mean, you blend incredible teas. You're now an expert in starting and growing a successful business. But what are the things that you would like to share with our listeners today? I think the the most important thing that I can share with the listeners is it goes back to the core of my company. So my my tagline is nurturing body and soul and I feel like one of the reasons that I chose tea as a business is because tea is like the ultimate self-care hug, mm. you know, like it's super easy within 10 minutes you can like brew and enjoy a cup of tea. And I know for me as a business owner and mom of three kids, I have very little time (laughs) to, you know, like spend on myself. And whenever I do spend on myself, I feel guilty about it. That is definitely something I've worked on over the last couple of years. But so really making sure that when you're doing your to-do list, making sure that taking care of yourself is like high up there on that to-do list. That self-care piece is so essential because no matter where it is in your life, if it's a business, if it's being a mom, if it's being a wife, if it's being a daughter or a son or a brother or a husband or a father or whatever, whatever role you are playing you can't do that well if you are not well. So I think that's the like the biggest key that I can say is take care of yourself first. You you can't fill from an empty cup. So make sure that you've got some some in your cup at all times. Mm, so true. And often during my day in between coaching many many clients, I go and I grab some synchronized vanilla luxurious tea and it just makes the rest of my day complete. So I am totally with you. It's a whole experience. But if you don't put those things in throughout your day, your cup gets empty really fast. So Marissa, that's a beautiful segue into how could we get some of this amazing tea? How do we get more from you? How do we get on your list? Tell us more. 
So you can find me on my website, which is lovingcupteas.com. I am also on Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and theoretically Twitter, but I don't spend a whole lot of time there at Loving Cup Teas for all of those. So you can always order online and I ship anywhere in the country. Uh, if you are in the Twin Cities area, you can, you can pick it up from me. I, also, I'm excited to be teaching some blending classes coming up so you can watch the Facebook page for that to get to get schedules of where you can learn how to blend your own teas. And, um, and I will also, because that, that piece of nurturing is so important to me, I am launching, launching a course on how to take care of yourself. And that will be coming in January. So you can, through my website, you can get signed up for my email list and you'll get more information about that as well. Beautiful, beautiful. And for those of you who are listening, I mean, this show will launch for the first time. Some of you may listen much, much later, but it's launching for the first time before Christmas. So if you need some extra holiday gifts, they're so easy. I don't want to give any secrets away of who I'm giving tea to this year, but it is going to happen. And Marissa's packaging is gorgeous. You'll you'll just love it. It's a gift that you'll feel great about giving. And it's not just tea. It's you're giving people an experience that they can enjoy throughout the year. So Marissa, thank you for being you and for all the things that you do. Before we close, I want you to just share with our listeners, you know, we have people listening from all over the world. It's an interesting time in the world right now. And some people might be having one of their toughest days in business. And I'm curious, what advice would you give to them? First of all, don't give up because there are always going to be days where you feel like it's you can't go on. And those are the days that nine times out of 10, you're like inches away from breaking through that piece. And secondly, like while while not giving up, also make sure that you've taken care of yourself. Because if you are at that point where you're ready to give up, most likely your energy is completely depleted. So be be sure that you're taking care of yourself. Perfect. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on the show today. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for our listeners everywhere. Our hearts are with you. If there's anything we can do for you, please email us at Ursula, directly to me, Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A at salescoachnow.com. I love hearing from you. Go to our website, salescoachnow.com. You can still get our sales secrets of the top 10%. It's a video series. We're going to be changing that. So if you haven't gotten it yet, grab your copy. It's like a $500 value and it's videos with me and I just take you through some processes and I talk about what top salespeople do. So I think you'd, you'd enjoy that, take advantage of it. And then we can also add you to our list so we can keep you updated on all the great podcast shows that are coming out, all the things that are happening. And we have many sales camps coming up in Minneapolis next year. Our next one is in February. If you feel the pull, come out and play with us. Um, you can certainly learn more at salescoachnow.com. And if you'd like to book a strategy session with me or one of our coaches, you can do that on through the Sales Coach Now page, click on Sales Camp. At the top of that page, you'll find a link to send in an application so we can chat with you about Sales Camp and how it might help your company. That's it for today. Again, thank you everyone for listening and make the rest of 2017 your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week 
to learn how to double your sales now. 